new wave, new week, new episode. This is your girl, Amazing J. And I am Spud. And you are listening to Culture and Things, the podcast. Season two. So sit back, relax, and turn it up because we got shit to talk about. Okay. Back to another episode of Coach and Things, the podcast. I am your boy Spud. I'm Miss J. And uh, let's get right into it, man. Listen, the elections. What a horrible way to start the show. I got attitude. <laughs> I got attitude already. Hey, if listen. I knew that you was on that. I wouldn't even show up today. Hey, listen. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is Gunplay has something to say. You know what I'm saying? Who cares what Gunplay has to say? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Hey. Name a gunplay song. Right. Anyway. We're going we gonna to do a bonus, just a little quick bonus episode to uh, talk about the election. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of people have been coming out with, a lot of celebrities has been coming out with who they are endorsing. And a lot of people, including gunplay, has been in endorsing donald j trump uh the newest one was your boy wheezy of baby aka tunchy or now referenced to as coonchy uh <laughs> had recently endorsed himself with trump and not only did he endorse trump he took a picture with trump like a it looked like a class picture have you seen this picture it looked like the picture you take with the prince uh, the prince uh, the principal when you graduate like and so we know 50 cent was was endorsing trump as well you don't think so i don't know man 50 because 50 stay in new york and he talking about that tax cut so 50 took 50 took to instagram and shared the picture that lil wayne had took with uh trump and he was like come on tunchy i would have never took that picture He's saying he don't mind you uh, endorsing Trump, but for him to take the picture, like he had the biggest smile on his face too, boy. Like, and amongst other celebrities outside of uh, Lil Wayne, Gunplay, and Fifty Cent—that's his name. Uh, Ice Cube had endorsed 
Donald Trump as well. Mm-hmm. He well, he, he didn't he didn't endorse him. him. You're right. He didn't endorse him. But he sat down with him to go over some type of plan called the what was it, the sub CWBA or something like that. Uh, let me get it right. It was a contract with Black America. And basically it was saying that if folk, the Trump administration says they support it with $500 billion, the Biden administration hasn't responded to it. Well, no, they did. They did respond, but they said that they're going to wait until after the election to address it. So everybody was upset with him on Twitter. One person said, my hip hop hero Ice Cube is working with the dark side. I haven't felt this low since Kobe passed. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking Cube. I'm not sure... You understand how much we value your voice, and when we see you jump in the, sh- jump in the shark, it kills us, especially in 2020. And Ice Cube went to respond with, "Every side is the dark side for us here in America. They're all the same until something changes for us. They all lie and they all cheat, but we can't afford not to negotiate with whoever is in power, or our conditions in this country will never change or justice." is bipartisan i have to google that word that was a big one well and i got a little info on it too okay so it all started if you want to go back a little bit Uh um katrina pearson i don't know who she is but she tweeted shout out to at ice cube for his willingness to step up and work with at real donald trump administration to help develop the hashtag platinum plan icymi Leaders gonna lead, haters gonna hate. Thank you for leading. I don't know who she is. That's where that tweet came out. That's where all this started. Mm-hmm. She's a part of the administration somewhere, somehow. Which administration? Trump? Trump's administration. She black? No. Oh. And then Ice Cube wrote, facts. I put out the CWBA. Both parties contact me. Dem said we'll address the CWBA after election. Trump cam- campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about CWBA. So Ice Cube, after that came out, he went on, he did some interviews. So Uh he met with uh, Roland Martin. Okay. And here's a little clip of their conversation. The Trump campaign greatly overstated your involvement for the purpose of them being able to say, we have attached ourselves to Ice Cube. Did you believe that you that you were used politically for their purposes as opposed to really what happened? Look, I knew whoever I engaged with would use that politically. I don't care about that part. The part I care about is getting something done. Look, my plan is called the contract with Black America. So all of them lacking when it comes to that. So that's what I'm pushing. So anybody who's going to implement those plans into their plan, then um, I'm going to take a look at it. But both plans are lacking, and that's why we become educated voters, for real. And then you pick who you want to pick. Um, but at the end of the day, for us not to engage uh, with, with both sides of the aisle to fix this, which I think is an American problem, um, that to me ain't going to help us in the end. Uh, what's going to help us is once we you know, realize how much power we have. Now, you said that, of course, Trump didn't stop all these things or didn't mention these things. Okay, maybe it was before he knew he needed to black vote as much as he do. You never know. This is what deals are made of. So I don't know what they're going to do. 
right. And I'm glad that person asked that because a lot of people on Twitter were saying that Trump only responded to Q because he felt like he needed to get away of getting the black voters. Like this one girl said, Ice Cube is really going to make us cancel him because he fell for the banana, the banana in the tailpipe. Uh, the Trump administration taking up the CWBA is not out of actual concern for black people, but a power grab and to clinch more of the black voting. All of it is calculated. Yeah. On both sides. I mean, at least here's one thing. And if you know me, you know what I'm about to say. At least Trump isn't running off of, hey, I got black votes. I got black friends. And also, D.L. Hughley had something to say about Ice Cube. Oh, man. Uh, let's hear this because I'm, I'm nervous. Ice Cube is the latest one. Platinum plan. When I heard it, it was insulting from the gate. Why didn't they have the spinning rims plan? We have a third wave of COVID coming right now, and he's meeting with the dude that gave us three Fridays. You can always tell the seriousness and import of the meeting based on who is in there, based on what is what, what the topic at hand is. Yes, people are right when they say we have a lot of problems. We need a seat at the table, but we need the right people at the. But we need the right people at the table. We need people from education, from finance, from medicine, from medical, from prison reforms sociology people who have done this for a living and not made a couple of banging albums man turn that shit off i don't even want to listen to the rest of it turn it off i don't you listen to it on your own time man who only uses black people for caricatures only for backdrops only for photo ops it is insulting yes we need to be in the room but it needs to be the right people in the room people have expertise on any number of problems that plague us any number of problems. And while you were meeting with, while Ice Cube was meeting with, did he talk to him about how he's trying to suppress the vote? Did he talk to him about the fake ballot boxes they have all over the country? Did he talk to him about the poll watchers they're going to have that, that could potentially have violent outcomes with black people? Did he talk to them about how long our lives we have to wait in to vote? Did he do that? And Ice Cube re replied, he did a tweet. He said, I hope all these people with podcasts and radio shows telling the world I'm too unqualified and uneducated to talk about a document I created don't get asked to pull out their communication degrees and show you they are qualified and educated to, enough to speak to you over airwaves. Exactly. Like, for you to bring up who who is he, you gonna talk to the person that made Three Fridays? Yeah, fuck, the president is a motherfucker who never was in politics. Like, he literally... I mean, Exactly. That like, part I didn't. I but that part I did not agree with. I can understand what he's saying when we say we want to sit at the table. He's saying, "Yeah, we want a seat. We deserve a seat at the table, but we should have the right people at the table." But the, here's my thing, and I don't mean to cut you off. The right people don't want to sit at the table. They're too stubborn and focused on, oh, he's a racist. I don't want to deal with him because he's a racist. Let's get him out of there. We do need to get him out of there. Right. But just, again, he's in there. I mean, he's at this been point in, there. in the game, though, God willing, his term will it'll be over. Yeah. If y'all think for one second Trump losing, y'all crazy. We just drove up through Iowa and Minnesota. You seen it. Them ain't the big states, though. What What ain't? Iowa is a big state. When it comes to election, no. Why not? 
the big states is Texas, mm-hmm. California. Okay. And it's another one that really be the main ones that they need to win mm. to take over everything. Well, we he got Texas. They was it was literally a video going around um on on Twitter. He won't win California for sure. Of the it was like a Biden truck. I don't know if it was Biden himself, but it was a Biden Biden campaign um tour bus that had came in town and all pickup trucks that had like surrounded it on the highway. And was escorting it out the way, like trying to derail it off the road and shit. Listen, I would be surprised if Trump loses. And I'm not even a Trump supporter. All I'm saying is I'll be surprised if he lose. Because one. I just feel like it's so much emphasis on people getting out and voting. Everything that has happened. mm -hmm. I don't think it's I don't think you can say that it's like out and far away to say that Biden could win because there's so many people, so much has happened and it, how Trump has handled it. It's a lot of people like, yeah, no, he gotta go. Like with all this, like b- police brutality, the fact that there's no outrage and we talked about black lives matter in the last episode. Uh-huh. There's, and it's, it's another, an, another black gentleman has, got killed in the hand of the police within a week of us doing that episode in Philly. Tell that dude with that knife? Anyway. Listen, so, and I'm glad you brought that up. Regardless, I get it. No, listen, I'm glad you brought that up because they did bring up a video of a white guy with a knife. He did get shot, but he only got shot once. With a gun or with the taste? No, it was, he got shot. She and shot his ass. It shot. took like well, no, I was I thought you should say how many how long did it take for them to shoot him? Cause it took it took this woman like a good five minutes, five, ten minutes yeah, to stop. Yeah. Stop. Like stop bagging up from up. him and stuff. And he's steady I'm like, lady, if you don't shoot this nigga. So he did get shot, he got shot once. Um but the one in Philly, granted they did bag up and you know, try to move, but once they shot, they shot the kill. So he had a he had a um a mental illness, and that's what I heard too. That's what and I heard. And they called nine one one for a mental breakdown. Ah, uh, okay. The, they were calling the amb the the EMT to get him to the hospital, and and the police, the police showed up. up. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I ain't know. I I I knew he had. And the uh, mom well, was out there trying to yeah, defuse I was say, the situation. It was, it was a lady in the video with him trying that to like de-escalate it. And he kind of like broke away from her too. When, once they went around the car before the shooting happened, he had broke away from her and came. So, so it's no justification to me. I said all this to say his Trump's reaction to all this that happened. He had said nothing. Oh, I was going to say, did he say anything? When Floyd, when George Floyd happened, Breonna Taylor, he had said nothing. Nothing. No, nothing. So, like... But he did speak on the cop that got killed during the riots here in St. Louis. Of course he did, because... Because it was a police officer. the agenda. Of course he did. You know this man from a can of paint. And instantly, like, the not same... Saying, wait, wait, and let me... Not saying what happened to the man was ridiculous. Should yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad he said something, but it was the fact that he only said something... Because he was the an ex-police chief. Yeah. That's the only reason one, why he one, said something. No man should not have lost his, lost his life for no day. 
that was ridiculous. Right. And I'm glad they caught the people who did it. It's, it's amazing how quick they caught them. I mean, hell, they left their debit card at the scene. Like, also on camera, they, they, they was dumb. How the hell your debit dumb. card fall you, out your wallet? You gonna pay for what you're doing? <laughs> I don't know, but so, it is like. We're gonna see. And we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do a bonus episode. Just a, a a reaction episode. That's all. Rather than waiting a whole week. We gonna we're gonna do uh probably like a little fifteen minute episode. Uh it's nerve wracking though. Why you say that? This, this is the most nerve wracking election. And no. my first year uh voting was when Obama got in office. It was my first year I was able to I was able to vote because I was of age. This is this is just it's nerve wracking. It's so it's like a thick tension in her over this election. So not really. It is. Nah, man. Everybody trying to make it a race war, but I feel like it. You know, it is a race war. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's why it's so much tension. It ain't got nothing to do with the election itself. It's just everybody trying to make it a race war. But uh, speaking. I don't get what you saying. Fuck. What do you mean? Speaking of what? Go ahead. Anyway, BT Awards, BT not the awards, Hip Hop Awards came on. Yeah. Uh, last did, week, and I'm a little upset, man. I. What did you think about it? So, so of course we all know the BT, the Hip Hop Awards is always pre-recorded, right? And uh, shout out to the 85 South Show for hosting. You know, uh, how do you think they did? I think they were very censored. I think they were very like. I don't think they were censored. Guarded. At all. It just wasn't. I just I think they was trying was too on, hard like, to be funny. It wasn't them. Like I feel like. No, it was them. It was just. I just think they was trying too hard to be funny. I don't think it was them. Like I, I've watched. I watched some like of like clips of they like live show, and I know they can't. They have to be a little censored because it's. It's nice. It's like it's TV, right? But yeah, I mean, I like I, I said, know. I feel like the hip hop awards was good. Like it, it gave you hip hop. They had the ciphers throughout. Them ciphers. It was like it was more performances than actual like rewards I presented. A lot of, yeah, I know. Rhapsody won best lyricist. Uh huh. And I, shit, that was it. I don't even remember no That's other the only one. I remember them. And I watched the whole thing. I don't. I I remember the performances for sure. Like the baby had twelve awards, and I don't remember no category with him in it. Like it's literally, it was two awards that they presented on TV. It was the best lyricist and the best new hip hop artist. And of course, Pop Smoke won the best new hip hop artist. How do you uh, feel about that? I felt like I knew it was coming. Only yeah, I, beca- I just feel like when an artist die and they are nominated they're gonna automatically win yeah absolutely not saying that pop smoke didn't have a dope album or whatever but it was just he only won that because he's deceased absolutely because you know same thing with nipsey not saying nipsey ain't a dope artist he was dope but they didn't give him his flowers until he died right and that's what happens right and then uh everybody was mad at um Meg the Stallion winning um be- what is it best artist of the year or oh uh, let me pull it up real quick. I'm over this Meg hate because of 
this midget situation. What? This little man. Are you talking about tour? Little man. I'm over it. Like, y'all are so fake. What? <laughs> what you mean? Because, like, now I'm saying, because he want to speak out. This happened at the beginning of the summer, right? Like, this, it's been a while. Yeah, it's definitely been some months. And now he want to speak out about it. And he's not really saying nothing. Like, he's speaking out. He doing all these lives, wasting everybody's time. He ain't saying nothing. He literally just going over, saying, going over Meg's story and just rebutting everything she's saying. But he's not saying what happened. Because at the end of the day, folks, whether you want to believe it or not, she was shot. A gun was shot. The trigger was pulled. Like, so. And one minute y'all for Meg and then next minute she lying on him and. It's like y'all are better bitches out here. <laughs> what? <laughs> y'all are so quick to say she lying. It just hurts me. I don't take good to the niggas that I hate. Where am I at? What are you looking for? I was looking for. Okay, here we go. It said so. Little baby lost. Oh, artist of the year was the category. Okay, and it was little baby, the baby, Meg. We don't know who was on No, I just got the response because they, I mean, they brought up a good point because this dude had did like a whole list of accomplishments that the little baby did. And it just basically was saying that his songs went this many times platinum and all this. And then when they brought up Meg's accomplishments, it, it was like two songs. But again, I mean, I think they was just going mainly on like mainstream wise, like in the in the public eye. Yeah, I kind of want to go through the categories and see who I was in it. See okay. if y'all agree. Okay, so the first category is best hip hop video. Okay, you got future future featuring Drake, Life Is Good, uh-huh. the baby featuring featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar, Drake, Two Seat Slide, the baby Bop. Lil Baby, The Bigger Picture, Roddy Rich, The Box. Who do you think won it? Well, I can tell you who should have won that. Who you think should have won it? Bop. Bop? I yeah. Mean, you think Bop in it? Like the dude brought the Jabberwockies back out. Feature featuring Drake Life is Good won it. And that was best hip hop video. Of course. And I don't agree. I think Bop should have won that. I think Bop was a dope video. So that's one out of 12 snubs. Next. Next category, we got best live performer. Uh huh. You got Travis Scott. Okay. The baby, Drake, Meg Thee Stallion, Roddy Rich, Big Sean. Did Drake win that? No. What? Travis Scott won that. From the clips I seen, I never seen him live. Yeah, but I've he seen, does I've like a huge, live. like a lot goes on on his stage. Okay. Well, I mean, but you seen Drake? You know what I'm saying? So well, it wasn't compared to Travis. Because I, 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 I never seen. No, no, no. I'm no, 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 no. I loved I loved Drake Live. It was I I I loved it. I, I loved it. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> nothing compares to Drake Live for me. Yeah, I mean, I I guess you know, and then Travis Scott did have that Fortnite uh performance, and he had and the he did, McDonald thing. So yeah, so I can definitely see how he can win that one. Okay, so next we have Hip Hop Album of the Year. Mm-hmm. You got Roddy Rich, please excuse me for being antisocial. The baby blaming on on baby. The baby Kirk. Lil Baby, my turn. Mega Stallion Sugar. 
Future high high off life. Did Lil Baby win? Roddy Rich won. Which he was number one for a long time, so. The box was number one. This album was number one too. Was it? I thought so, yeah. Oh. I thought it was just the it's song. It's just sad. Like, I can understand the snub because the baby on her twice. <laughs> he had two nominations and didn't wear that. that. Right. Like, how is that even possible? They put, he dropped two albums in one year? Yeah. Oh. Video director of the year. Okay. You got Tiana Spike Lee Taylor. Childish for the name. <laughs> Cole Bennett. Colin Tilly. Mike Myers. Director X. Caddis Jack. And White Trash Tyler. I don't know none of these people, but... Cat is a cactus? Cactus, sorry. That's Travis Scott right there. Caddis Jack? Okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't... I can care Tiana less. Won. Okay, because I was just saying, I can care less. She do be putting... She do be dropping some dope videos. She be direct... She doing a lot of directing. And hers or it's just people's She period? directed... I think she directed one of uh, Naja, Queen Naja's... I think... Oh, for well, real? That video was directed by her. I think she did some more, too. Okay. Lyricist of the Year... We already know who won this. Rhapsody was a winner, but she was against the baby, Drake, J. Cole, Meg the Stallion, and Big Sean. That's a really good category. No, it ain't. That's a good list. No, it ain't. Why not? No, it ain't. Out of that list, it's literally only two and a half people. Well, I ain't gonna say two and a half, three. Cause Meg be dropping bars. Like I seen a freestyle that Meg did and she That's be dropping it was a good bars. List. Who else you don't think who don't who don't you think deserve deserve to be on this list? I I don't wanna get into it on this podcast. No, who is it? Well no, nah, you're right. I'm no nah, we yeah, that was a good one. Cause Drake be spitting too. There you go, cause if it was some Drake hate I I don't I don't want that smoke like Nelson and David. Nah, do. yeah, you don't want it. So, you don't want it. I'm I'm, I'm glad you re- recanted yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. There's that no was, way you can sit here and say Drake's not a lyricist. You, you're right. That was a good Come one. Come on, y'all. man. That was that was a good. good okay, category. so hip hop artist of the year: Meg Thee Stallion, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, The Baby, Roddy Rich, and we know Meg won that one. That's the one that was whole. Which uh, again. I think from like a mainstream media, minus the numbers, Meg Thee Stallion was everywhere. Like she blew up overnight, which was crazy. I just because don't like when your favorite, when people's favorite artists don't win, y'all want to discredit the person who won. No, I definitely think Lil Baby should have walked away with something, which he did. He had the uh, inspirational video. Or let me, mute. Yeah, let me, I'll get that. Yeah, okay. I feel like don't, the snub was the baby just because he had so many nominations. Yeah, twelve nominations, nothing. and for him not to drop nothing, he was it was literally neck and neck, the baby and Meg the Stallion as far as like the hottest new artist of that freshman twenty twenty or was it twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? It was twenty twenty that just came out, right? The freshman class. I think so. I stopped following a long time ago. Yeah, so the the freshman class with the baby and Meg the Stallion, those two was literally the hottest in the game. Like they was everywhere on every song, blowing up like the radio. That's all you was hearing was them too. So I I felt like the baby definitely should have walked away with a few of those. Yeah. So next one is producer of the year, mm-hmm. Ninth Wonder, DJ Khaled, Hit Boy. Justin made it. Jetson made it. What's his name? Mike Will made it. Mustard. Who won? Hit boy. Oh. <laughs> oh. This one is really weird. They normally, it don't say who won. That's weird. Oh, winner was hit boy. Sorry. I knew it. 
Cause of that fucking Nas song. Outside of that, what other song? What other? What Nas song? What he? Did? I mean Doja that Cat? that Nas album. Oh. You know he hit boy produced that. Yeah, I don't know. I think at that point with that category, they literally just did. What happened? Like TK, ain't his name? Who? Takey. Takey. Yeah. Yeah, like or it's that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's hella it's hella producers uh, out. Like they literally from here. Metro. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's what I'm saying. Um, that 21 Savage. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's, it's so many high producers that I know that I know of that I only knew like three on this list. Hit Boy literally won one when what the fuck? What DJ Mustard dropped lately? I don't know. DJ Khaled. You know what I'm saying? Like they got pop star. That just, just came, came out, out though. though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they literally went off of okay, what's in the media? We gonna give who won in the media? Oh, boom! Let's give it. Let's give it to Hit Boy because him and Nas just dropped the album. Oh yeah, I don't know. Best collaboration. Okay. Mega Stallion featuring Beyonce Savage remix. Mm-hmm. Feature featuring Drake. Life is good. Mm-hmm. Jay Ho- Jack Harlow featuring Tory Lanez, The Baby, and Lil Wayne. What's poppin' remix? Mm-hmm. The Baby featuring Roddy Ricks, Rockstar. Meg Thee Stallion featuring Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign, Hot Girl Summer. Mustard featuring Roddy Ricks, Ballin'. I'm going to say Meg Thee Stallion. I don't know if it's the Beyonce one or the Nicki Minaj one. I was question. It's 100% Beyonce, Savage Remix. That one. Well, I know Savage. I, I, said, I knew it was going to be Meg Thee Stallion because one. Because Hot Girl Summer was trash. It was trash, but it was still a hype song. Like, they... When they went live that day That's and announced it, it went like super very high. disappointing. But I was I was kind of leaning more towards Savage because of the whole Savage challenge that went viral on and the, the internet. And Beyonce, and she she did rip that shit. Ripped it when Beyonce rap when she rap and people don't like that. I love when Beyonce people rap. do not and like that. that that good of Beyonce when she came out with that song. Uh, when she's like, I'm from the age down. Like, people didn't like that. I was like, oh, flawless. That's the name of it. I was like, yo, y'all crazy. Beyonce killed that. And it looked like she was like having fun different. with it. They don't like nothing different. But when Beyonce rap, man, I love it. Yeah. Next category. Song of the year. We got Roddy Rich, The Box. The Baby Bop. The Baby Rockstar featuring Roddy Rich, Tussie Slide. Uh, made a stallion savage remix featuring Beyonce. Life is good. I'm gonna go with the box. And yes, you were correct. Okay, because I was gonna say the box was man. Listen, that song was everywhere, everywhere all day, every day. So I definitely think the box should have won. So we know one. this one best hip hop artist. So you got Pop Smoke, Jack Harlow, NLE, Chopper, Mulatto, Flo Miller, Roddy Wave. Ride wave, nigga, not Roddy wave. Ride wave. <laughs> I can't say my R's like I roll it. Rod, rod wave. I mean, I don't know who Flo Milla is. It's a girl. I never heard her music. I know me, who Mulatto is. Me personally, I think it would have been between Rod Wave, um, Pop Smoke, and um, Mulatto. No. Jack Harlow. Yeah. No. NL, NL there you Chopper. go, NLE Chopper. I think those those are the top three right there. Here's what Mulatto, she's definitely gonna be a winner of like next year awards yeah. because she caught her buzz later, right? Later in the year, 
But with Rod Wave and NLE Chopping Pop Smoke, they was carrying over into 2020. So I definitely think that that was a good category. But I mean, I knew for a fact that uh, Pop Smoke was going to win because he, he passed away. You think he would have won that if he didn't pass? Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Because his body of work came out after he passed, and it was good. It's the good album, body of work. Yeah, the album came out after he passed, but he had already had Dior. He had uh, Woo. Then he dropped that uh, that Welcome to Woo Two or something like that. So he he had he had music out that was popping. Like I think Pop Smoke definitely would have had a dope career. Yeah, because I I like his vibe, man. I, I like his. I vibe. think he deserved this one. I think not saying. I just think, I think if even if he didn't pass away, he would have got this. One. Yeah, he definitely would have got that one. Okay, so next category we got Sweet Sixteen Best Feature Verse. What? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Sweet Sixteen, like a high sixteen. Okay, oh, okay, okay, like okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it threw me off. Right? Like, <laughs> so you got Beyonce Savage remix from Mega Savage featuring Beyonce. Bia Best on Earth. Russ featuring Bia. Cardi B, Writing on the Wall, French Montana, featuring Post Malone, Cardi B, and Rus- Russian. Future Future Roses remix. Travis Scott, Hot, Young Thug, featuring Gunna, Travis Scott, Roddy Rich, Rockstar, The Baby, featuring Roddy Rich. Bia. Think she won it? Yeah. No, Beyonce Savage remix won that. Really? Yeah. I, 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 listen. I, Nothing is ever going to be Beyonce. You're right. You're right. So whatever you see Beyonce in the category, just go Beyonce. I'm just saying that Best on Earth song was dope, and Bia definitely killed that. She yeah, definitely no, it was killed a good song, that. But, it's nothing but I I get it. Beyonce, she she you know what I'm saying she's definitely threw out some high sixteen. I think what really amped it up was when she was like, "Bitch, I got this shit for Tina." I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's a, that's a guy." Oh my god. <laughs> So next you got Impact Track. Lil Baby, The Bigger Picture, mm-hmm. J. Cole, Snow on the Bluff, no. The Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar, BL, no. BLM re- Remix, Anderson Park, Lockdown, Rhapsody featuring Dre Morton, Athena, Wale featuring Kelly Price, Sue Me. Yeah, I mean, Bigger Picture, hands down. Yeah, 100%. Like it's nothing. I think they just kind of had to squeeze up. Like, like, like <laughs> had to make that a category. Just throw some people in there. Like, whoever says something motivational, let's put them in there. I'm confused as to what's the name of this category. I think it's DJs. Okay, yeah, DJs. Okay. So you got DJ Nice, Chase V, DJ Drama, DJ Envy, DJ Khaled, Mustard. Why <laughs> are you looking like that? Cause I don't care. It was DJ Nice. And I, and I think he won because he started that when quarantine happened, uh-huh. he started those DJ mixes on the live. He started that on Instagram wise. He started it and then it kind of blew up and everybody started doing it. Man, bite it. What? I can care less. Okay. Well, that was an unnecessary category. One, I ain't seen DJ Drama spin a track yet. Two, Cali, he he get paid to spend spend his records, so I get that. Uh, 
But so apparently, I think DJ Knight. If we talking about the same thing, then that was he was like some old school person or something like that. Because I I remember everybody was gloating about him when he started that. But I mean, I guess I get it. You know what I'm saying? He started a wave of things. So again, that's in the media. But so next we got the best hip hop platform. You got the Joe Budden podcast, Hot New Hip Hop, XXL, The Breakfast Club, The Shade Room. Hip hop, the fuck? Why is this and complex? So let's eliminate some people. Why is Shay Room on there? Let's let's take that out. Anywho, they 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 nominated. So here's my my top three. I'm gonna say the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say Joe Budden podcast has really been blowing up. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna definitely say Joe Budden and. I'm not gonna say complex because they lost Joe Budden. <laughs> okay. Um, and I mean, of course, you got like everyday struggle, but I mean, they don't got shit on on Joe's. So, what was the other ones outside of the shade room? Don't mention them. Complex? Okay. Oh, you know, not complex. Hip hop, PDX. I, I don't know what that is. XXL. And okay. new hip hop, new hot new hip hop. Uh, so final answer, hip hop wise, was it Joe Budden? Yeah, he won. Okay, okay, I give him that. I mean, I I haven't heard his podcast, so but I just know that Joe Budden's podcast is popping. So I always see clips. I haven't like actually like sent me to it. Um, hustler of the year. You got Meg Thee Stallion, DJ Khaled, Jay Z, Cardi B. Rick Ross, Travis Scott. Why is so, on this list? Here's my thing. What do they mean by hustler of the year? Because if we talking about like really hustling, like as far as like, okay, I'm doing this, this, and this, I'm giving it to Rick Ross hands down. And why is that? If Rick Ross ain't one that they, I want to know what they definition of hustler what of the year. Rick Ross, the Rick Ross is rapping. Rick Ross got wing stops. Rick Ross got rallies. Rick Ross got car Rick washes. Ross ain't put out no music this year. It ain't about music. It's about hustling. He's hustling. He's doing He's doing he things outside win, so. of music. <laughs> he didn't win. Okay, so my man Jay Z, he doing it things outside. Of, he's hustling. All right, so Jay Z won. All right. Um, <laughs> Who was L? Who else was on there? Made the Stallion, DJ Khaled, Cardi B, Travis Scott, and other nominees. All right, my man. I'm going to give it to Cardi B, man. She's she out here. Okay. Listen, all right. I know Travis Scott won. The man was doing his thing, man. He got the, the night. The winner is. What, what you mean? <laughs> the winner is Travis Meg Scott. Stallion. Wait. Meg the Stallion. Wait, wait, what? Meg the Stallion. Wait a minute, Travis Scott didn't win for real? No, Meg Thee won that. What are they definition of hustling? What did what the what did she do outside of music? Uh, she she got she uh, uh. Benny Savage ambassador. Uh, <laughs> she has some other stuff going on. She put TikTok on the map. We got some dance moves going. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> If anything, TikTok put Savage on the map, and that's how she got Beyonce on the remix. Next, we got Beth. No, let's go back to this. Because here's the thing. Now, I just thumbed through. I just thumbed through 
three artists, well, and and what? I mentioned Cardi B because I didn't want to sound sexist. Because Cardi you was gonna go next to Travis. You damn right I was. But Travis was number one. You should. You didn't say number one. My, I didn't say I that because I didn't want to say the obvious. Hustler is. What are we hustling? But that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, listen, Travis Scott did the deal with Fortnite. He dropped the Cactus Jack Sixes. He dropped the um, the Air Max Two Seventies, the McDonald's meals. He dropped his album. How is that not hustling? I agree, but he didn't win, man. Let's run through Rick Ross, like I said. Ross guy. I don't think you can. I don't think you can do Rick Ross. Why not? Because he has no active music right now. I get he's a rapper. He just dropped Pan to the Cross. Where he did, where he said Terry Coon was just another, Terry, I said Terry Coon, <laughs> Terry Cruz was another paid coon. So he do have active music. You know who don't have active music that's on that list? Is he? <laughs> 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 so. Okay, we on the next category. Best duo group. I'm just saying, group. man. Best duo group. Migos. You got Chris Brown and Young Thug. Migos. C- City Girls, Earth Gang, Jack Boys, Migos, Run the Jewels. And the winner was. If it's anybody outside of Migos, I'm done talking about the Hip Hop Awards. Chris Brown and Young Thug. <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on to other news. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Migos ain't had no music this year? What? Oh, they got. They got I say I need it. This Draco one defeated. What are you? You lying? This are you? Amigos did not win. Yeah, I'm positive. Wow. And they chose Chris Brown and Young Thug over City Girls. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought those ones were City Girls. They chose that over Cactus Jack over Jack Boys. Yeah. Hey, I'm done with BT. <laughs> they ain't even black owned, so I don't even know why I still support them. Let's go into the let's talk about the performances real quick. So the performances for the BZ Hip Hop Awards. They were pretty good this year. What's there to talk about? Best performance, my dude Toby like a little llama. Oh my god, I wanna play his whole performance. It was so dope. Jump. I, I need you to learn his name. But I so said it dope. right. I don't know Toby Lapaloma Loma. Or Iwaka Booba. <laughs> His hip performance was 100% dope. Dope. Uh, so he performed. You got 2 Chains and what is it? Oh, uh, Lacunchi. Lacunchi. They performed Shake That Money, Make. Don't Make That Money, Make. Which is so funny because it's about H- it's about HBCUs and you know, like black people. Anyway, Big Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sean, Janae, and uh, Ty Dolla Signs performed Body Language. Mm-hmm. It was very uh, intimate. And then Burner Boys and Chris Martin performed. Burner Boy and Chris Martin. City Girls performed. Mm-hmm. Gucci Man and Mulatto performed. Lil Baby and what, what's the little man? Fotu Doug. Fotu Doug performed. I want something Lil Man. <laughs> Quavo was on there with somebody. On somebody. So those were the performances. But Toby's was by far one of my favorites. I liked, I liked the vibe of Janae and Big Sean. Um... And City Girls was good too. I overall with the performances was good. Yeah, like it definitely brought us brought us performance. Uh, it bought it. It felt like hip hops. Like even with the ciphers, you know the, the ciphers. Let's get on them ciphers. The best cipher by far was that R and B cipher with Brandy, 
Tiana Taylor, her, Erica Badu. By yes. far the best cypher. I and then they took it. it to the Jamaica, baby. They needed to put close captions on that one, though, because, hey, I was like, what is, what? But it was, it was a vibe, man. Like, listen, the Hip Hop Awards was dope. I really, I really enjoyed it. For it to be pre-recorded. I mean, it was still considered a lie, but it, it was dope, man. Um, I just, I want to play this, the, the cypher real quick. And I got some bad news for you, buddy. <laughs> what? We ain't playing nothing. I ain't a hater. PSA, I don't know who Karen is. From uh, Black Votes Matter. But quit email texting me. I know it's a day to vote. <laughs> quit texting me. Hey, but yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, I just want to bring awareness to some things that popped up on my radar. So uh, Ace Hood has a new uh, body transformation program going on. So it's called Shredded. And he's guaranteeing you results in 30 days. So basically you get a complete uh, meal plan, videos, motivation, support, and whatever the bonus is. So that's his new venture outside of music because, I mean, he has been like heavenly into fitness lately. So I think that's pretty cool of that. And also my man Killer Mike is making some headlines too called Greenwood Bank. And uh, he's one of the co-founders of the bank. So basically... There's no hidden fees or overdrafts, no minimal balance, 30,000 surcharge, free ATMs nationwide. And the statement was saying it's about controlling the power of our dollar. That's why we created Greenwood. Okay. So just had to share that. It's black. Up, right? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like online, like how Chime is, oh, okay, okay. but I'm pretty sure they got like a, a base somewhere, but. But yeah, I, I seen the advertisement on Instagram. So I was like, hey man, let's talk about that. On the podcast. Academic. <laughs> Is you finna talk about So he, he made a huge purchase for somebody over the oh, a couple days ago. Don't say let's stop beating around the bush. He <laughs> bought his chick a car after saying he never buying Not just any chick. He bought Selena Powell's a, a car. Do you know who that is? No. She is like the new uh that girl name. Who was sleeping with everybody? What? Oh, uh Superhead. No. You can say Superhead. You can say Superhead. But I was thinking somebody who's more recent than Superhead. Who more recent than that? I forgot her name. But she's more recent. Yeah, she she was Selena is like tied to everybody and she she record them all. Really? Yeah. But Selena, she on her Instagram, Selena Powell. Brought the brother. My man said, fuck a Birkin bag, mm, which is a good segue to our topic of the day that you also didn't speak on again. What's going on with you? And I announced the topic of the day. Hey, man, listen. Anyway. Season two, baby. She said, fuck a Birkin and got me a 2020 G wagon. At Academic Baby, what the fuck? Thank you so much. I'm crying. I love you. And then he. Charity and was like, you're welcome. You deserve it. Every raggedy B got a Birkin these days. Had to get a, get a car suited for a true queen and boss. Hey, academic is a clown. <laughs> so that's all I got to say about that. Is he bought his girl a car? No, he's a clown, man. That dude be, <laughs> he lame. He'll, 
Is he the definition of a lame who was a lame and got some money now? Yeah. He's the, and when you look up a, the definition of lame, it's going to be him smiling. <laughs> like, like, dude, just like, I don't know, man. Like, listen, he, he got the right job. Like, he wanted cool friends and to be cool. That's, he got the right job over at Complex. That's my old friends. Because he's just fucking like, he's just like, like, I, I want to punch dude. Like, because I just. Tell us how you really feel. Well, because, like, I follow him on on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And just like the clown shit he be saying, man. Like, he legit. And I'm finna read it. And I'm about to, I'm about to read it. So. Oh, so again, when the when all the the Birkenbag talk kicked off, which is the topic of the day, uh, we're gonna get into that soon. But yeah, when all the all the Birkenbag stuff kicked off, he tweeted, "Laugh out loud if you believe what she's saying. You a simp. I'm rich and I ain't buying a chick shit." And that was when Sweetie was talking about the whole Birkenbag. We'll talk about that later. But then you turn around. And buy a chick a whole G wagon. Selena at that, like, like dude is lame. Like, cat, cat stacks. That's who she is. She's the modern. You remember cat stacks? I do. That she's the modern day cat stacks. What's going on with her? Where's she at? I don't know. She fell off the map somewhere. I'm gonna do my research. And she was ugly too. That's what I understand. Like how y'all was falling for that. Cat was ugly. She was skinny. She was ugly. And Selena looked like a botched up Barbie doll or something. She, I'm not doing my research on Cat Stacks. You sure she was ugly? I thought she was ugly. I seen, maybe I seen her when she fell off. <laughs> the after popularity cat. Yeah, after the fun stuff. <laughs> Cause I thought she had a little booty on her. That's why everybody was was really on her. She's because she's not the light skinned girl, right? Yeah. Let me stop faking like I don't know who cast that. Right. I'm trying to I'm trying to downplay it for for your sake. I know exactly who she is. You know? Why are you downplaying it for my state sake? You be all up in your feels sometimes. Because yeah, you mad disrespectful. We got an episode about it. What? What? But yeah, no, nah, that's I don't. That was years ago, man. If anything, she attractive. That's cast X. Oh. You must dance on that. Nah. You ain't doing YouTube, brother. How about like Amber Rose? Or is that a little, someone a little older? I mean, Amber Rose got around too. Yeah, mm. but Amber Rose, no. Amber, Amber Rose, Rose got around, but she ain't get around like them. What? <laughs> no, she ain't around. She did Kanye. She did Wiz. She was, she was on. T- she she was leaking no, her no, own no. news. That, yeah, she was doing that. But, but she was in a relationship with Kanye. Like a really relationship. She Selena is just fucking dudes and when they sleep she get pictures of them in the bed with her. That's not the same. Really? She, what's her Twitter? Yeah, what's she on Twitter? And Thirsty Nigga one oh one. Well, and I just was, wanna see I just wanna get a background of it because 'cause I'm still learning about Sukiana. You just said she was on Love and Hip Hop yeah, and I stuff. Didn't, I didn't know Sukiana. And I was like the chick know, from OnlyFans with the good coochie. Was <laughs> <laughs> a poor thought. I just, you know, I know it for love of hip Miami. I know she was out here. That was breaking news <laughs> to me. This when you told me that today, I was like, "What?" But now that I, now that I was told that she, you know, does porn, Suki with the Gucci makes sense. That's what you know. Yeah, because I, like I said, I, I have found out about her 
when they said she it was a viral post on Twitter and it was it was this girl and she was saying just bought my first Rolls Royce thanks OnlyFans and it was Sukiana. So then fast forward after that, she ended up in the Cardi B video WAP or WAP and and so that's why I was like, dang, they, you know, she brought the OnlyFans chick in there because she went viral and then like, Cardi oh, got an OnlyFans. And then you was like, no, nah, Suki, she was on, she's she from Love and Hip Hop and, yeah, and a rapper. I was like, what? So we, we know, we know it two different ways, but you know, we just cross referenced and it was the same person. So breaking news, Louisville police officers counter suing. Mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor's boyfriend Kenneth Walker for emotional distress, assault, and battery. Because mm-hmm. he think he got a piece of that twelve million. But the twelve million didn't go to Kenneth Walker; went to the family, right? Hey, he tied to him, and it's it's messed up because like you can legit sue them. Like even if you're in the wrong, it was a case where a dude had broken to somebody's house, and they I think he ended up getting killed, but the family sued him. Saying that that wasn't the right force, but yeah, you can actually sue you people. Criminals can sue people now. So it said, an an officer involved in a fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor has reportedly filed a lawsuit against her boyfriend Kenneth Walker. In the suit, Louisville Sergeant Jerome Madding Maddingen claimed he suffered from several severe trauma, mental anguish, and emotional distress because of Kenneth on that terrible night. If you recall, Kenneth, who is a licensed gun owner, opened fire after he thought the police entering this home were, were intruders. Officer Madden G is alleging that Kenneth shot him in the leg, causing him severe mental issues. How you know it was Kenneth bullets that shot you? Y'all shooting wild. Right, they still ain't released ballistics on that. But listen, gun owners out there, get carry insurance. They offer it for assholes like that that try to shoot shoot sue you after the fact yeah, so that insurance will cover you for like uh it'll cover all, and all attorney that. fees all that stuff is covered under the monthly subscription get it it's hella cheap it's like ten dollars a month get it man it's super worth it for again shit like that but Y'all heard about what happened in Atlanta? We ain't got time. What happened in Atlanta? With this black couple in the sushi restaurant in Undu. And T.I. got involved. And, and they- <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because I want to hear about this. Because T.I. quick to join his righteous right woke ass into something. So what, what happened? So they... I'm trying to pull up the actual one of them. What happened in the restaurant. She has on Adidas sneakers. You telling me those are good? No. Please, please. No. I talk right here. I don't want to talk outside. This is something you brought on yourself. This is something you brought on yourself. This is pure racism. She has on Adidas. She has on Adidas. Adidas and Nike. No, 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 no. Adidas and Nike. So it sounds like it's one of those 
dress code restaurants. And they are the couple accused this upscale sushi restaurant called Umi Sushi in Atlanta for racial discrimination. So when T.I. posted after that link that that came out, I see we going to have to shut down Umi Sushi down, shut Umi Sushi down the way we did Houston. And then the caption was, I have been made aware of some injustice that required our immediate attention. We we coming. You violate, we demonstrate. Right? So that happened. So like a few hours later, the guy, so it was a couple, the husband from the incident made an Instagram post. And this is what he had to say. Repost is the tip for me. Tip yet, you didn't reach out to us at all and you spoke on our behalf. You spoke to a gentleman without even reaching out to us. You went, you didn't go to the issue. He never apologized on your video. All he spoke of was his connections and what he could do better for himself or his business. It wasn't about what's going on with us, how I feel, how I feel threatened. How he, you know, how he actually treats people from our community. I know y'all friends with him. He managed a lot of y'all rappers before in Atlanta. He told us about his past. He told how much he gave to Keisha Lance Bottoms, how much he knows all the celebrities in Atlanta, how they eat at all these restaurants. This isn't going to do anything. I have relationships with these people. And I'm just disappointed. Like, it took a long time for you to even respond to this. And I know it's in the city of Atlanta. You've seen it from day one. And I see why. And you, you never reached out to us, and that hurts. Um, this for Tip. Tip is somebody I looked up to in the community. Killer Mike still hasn't said anything that surprised me. These are all people I looked up to for Who leadership. Else did he, mention? he mentioned a whole bunch he of He mentioned a lot of people, but it's it's just sad. Um, I want everybody to add Tip, because he could have called first. A lot of people has been calling us. A um, couple city councilmen, I appreciate that reaching out and trying to see what we could do, but where's the love with your own people first instead of trying to go in there and save face with somebody that has a little clout in the in the city? Tip is some... So that's what the guy who had to do with the incident had to say. So Tip went live after that post. Wait, so... Because I'm, I'm starting not to care. Listen, so the guy that just spoke yeah. That was the person who was showing favoritism? No, that was the person involved in the incident who said that, that the sushi restaurant was uh, racially discriminating against him and his wife. Okay, so he was the person that got racially discriminated. Yeah. What the fuck? What is he getting mad at T.I. for then? Because apparently T.I. talked to the owner before he talked to them and was speaking on their behalf, is what he said. So T.I. went live. Say goddamn when it rained, it poured, man. You dig what I'm saying? It's a bunch of motherfuckers. And I, and I ate. First of all, I don't even eat sushi. Even I don't even eat sushi. You know what I mean? I don't know these people. My only intention is just as it has been to speak on behalf of the people and represent the collective accordingly. Uh. Uh, I saw the, the 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 response of the gentleman um, who actually had the incident at Umi, which who just left here, just left here. Okay, so 
I reposted with I sister in the movement, EJ, Ernestine. I saw her post. You know, we're going to have to shut it down like we did Houston. She and I shut Houston down. And she... If she on it, I'm on it. Whatever it is. I ain't even seen it. I don't even know what it is. Let's go. Right? So when I posted it, that got everybody... Okay, well, what the f*** going on? That, you know, everybody calling me now. Everybody calling me now. All right? Hey, hey, Tip. Hey, Tip. Well, such and such says want to talk to you. Such and such says want to talk to you. Somebody saying having a convo with the couple. I already had a convo with the couple. I done already talked to them. I done talked to them. I done already spoke to them. I don't have no alliance or allegiance with the motherfucking Umi. I don't give a f*** if that shit down. Don't do nothing for me. Don't do nothing for me. I don't make no dollar off that sh, bro. Nothing for me. I went to the motherfuckers who I caught, who I respect, saying, "Hey, this who you just posted, he has, he has a, uh, he he, he want to sit down with you, the owner." I said, "All right, cool. Well, I don't know how many negotiations any of you guys have been a part of, but you the owner, I'm on it. Sit down with both sides. This is a side that contacted me first. So then I asked EJ, I said, EJ, you got uh you got the the old girl or whoever it is, the couple, you got their number? She said, no, nah, I don't got it, but we done DM'd them. We DM'd them, right? Okay, cool. They DM'd them, no answer. I got the couple's number from the mother owner. Then when I sat down with the owner, he the one gave me the mother number. He the one gave Ernestine the number. No, you would have got them call you from out the blue. I'm going to do that. Basically what Tip's saying, they did reach out to the couple the way they knew how. The owner reached out to Tip them first. So he did meet with the owner, but he got the number of the couple from the owner. It was just a lie. I, I, I don't get the point of the couple calling T.I. out because he had to say shit. Like, here's my thing, and this is going to be brief. How stupid can you be to go against somebody that's helping you? He made it a national awareness to back y'all up. And you mad because he spoke to the owner? He's, he was saying it. He, he hadn't spoke to them. But once again, he said they reached out to him through DM. They didn't have a number. That's the way. Right. Like, that's what dude was like. I was like, fuck, I'm going to call you. Nigga, I don't know you. I don't know you from a can of paint. So we reaching out to everybody that's a part of the the conversation. The owner reached out. Because it looked like it was a, it's, it's restaurants. 
upscale restaurants they have a dress code. But that ain't see that ain't the first restaurant that did that though. It, we, I think I don't know if I posted it or not to the podcast page before, but I probably didn't because it was a it was a restaurant in Baltimore that. Uh, a young lady was trying to go to with her kids and they didn't they wouldn't let her in because her son had on basketball gear he had basketball shorts right that had jordan on it but it was a white kid in there that had on basketball shorts as well but it didn't have a brand on her it was just basketball shorts and tennis shoes and she was like so what's the difference between what my kid is wearing and what that kid right there is wearing. And the owner had no, I I think I posted about this because the, the restaurant itself, the company made a post about it saying, yo, this ain't us. You know what I'm saying? It was was the, it was a manager or whatever. Right, right, right. And that's what I'd be telling people like, y'all be like, Oh, well, it's the restaurant. It's like, no, it's the individuals. You can't blame the individual who is replaceable for the company. You know what I'm saying? You can't blame the company for an individual that's replaceable. So, and that's why, so I definitely, this happens though. They definitely does that. But I, I think that's stupid for you to say, oh, T.I. met with the owner before they met with me. And it's like, nigga, you knew, you knew he reached out to you before that I mean, come on now don't I don't know if it's because the lady Ernestine maybe I don't know who she was reached out and they was like mm, I don't know whatever. but once again he didn't it wasn't like he went out and reached to the restaurant the restaurant reached out to right. him cause they because the restaurant knew like, oh shit let's go ahead and uh, try to sit down and talk and kill this because it's too and, it, and the live goes on I have the whole live it's literally long I he, he goes in and say when he met with the couple like they he was like what are you wanting to gain from this and dude like, i don't know <laughs> so yeah i was just like i don't like what do you like i don't know what to tell you he got what he wanted to gain some people honestly I think it was clout i think some people just do that shit for the attention yeah like, he met killer mike ain't saying yeah, like what? Why do it matter? Like you just want somebody to speak on your situation, but then when it's time to move forward, the you first thing you say, you is, "I don't know." Yeah. I would, I would like, I want that nigga fired. I want him fired, and I want an apology from the company. I don't even want no money, but you can get money. You can get money from it. But I need, I need more detail. Because What's that detail? They deny me service. For something, and somebody in the restaurant but had the on the same clip clothes. Started, I don't. They didn't explain what was going on. I just kind of put two and two together because he kept saying she got on Adidas, I got on Nikes. Right. So what's that? What's that? I mean, I don't. It ain't nothing to be explained after that. It sounds like they denied me from wearing my athletic gear or tennis shoes, and but it's a white lady in there with tennis shoes on. Uh, was it while I didn't have a tissue? What do you mean? I, I, I definitely zoned out. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I think, I don't know. It was just a lot going on. I, I, I got turned off by the whole situation with them going live and she in the background. It was a whole lot of people. He said, it was just too much. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into this topic, topic of the day. day. So. <sighs> Jay, she on Minnesota. 
All right, man. So listen, it's all been going around this Birkin bag talk. So let's let's get into it. So Sweetie has said this on uh, Quavo's live. So basically, I don't know if y'all can hear because they had music in the background. But what she said was, if he ain't buying you Birkin. And paying your bills, send them back to the streets. Everybody chimed in on this. Um, so I had a so Cardi B tweeted out. I had a conversation with my team about this topic after seeing a viral tweet. What do you guys think? Watch to the end. So let's take a listen to what she said. Cause I've been seeing this tweet, right? I seen this tweet that it had me and it had other female rappers on it, and they were talking about. They were talking about if we could get Birkins for the Hermes store. And there was also talking, uh, there was also saying how we depreciate the value of a Hermes Birkin bag. And I find that really interesting, right? Because first thing first, right? I definitely could get a bag. Actually, I got four bags today for the Hermes store. That's one. I don't want to brag, but it's like, don't even try it. And second of all, how do, why is it? That y'all asking female rappers if y'all could get a if they could get a bag from the Hermes store. Y'all don't do these to these white celebrities. Y'all don't do these to these white celebrities. So why is it that y'all gotta be asking us? What the fuck? <laughs> it just makes you wanna be bra- like it just makes you wanna brag like, bitch, you know who the fuck you're talking to? But no, I'm not even gonna take it there. And um another thing is that they say that we depreciate the value. Actually, we add value because in hip hop, when we mention brands in hip hop, they shit go up. Let me tell you something. You can actually Google when I did Bodak Yellow. I didn't start it, no Louboutin and everything. But when Bodak Yellow came out, you could actually Google that their sales went up a thousand plus percent. I don't, I don't know what it was, but it, it they definitely made an article out of it. Um, when I did, I like it like that. Um, and I said, I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. They shit went up too, and that's why they worked with me this year. Um, when Migos did Versace, I saw everybody. It took like two weeks for everybody. They were coming with the Versace shirts, Versace's, uh, freaking glasses, Versace pants, Versace sneakers, Versace socks, fucking Versace grills, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? Like hip hop, we start trend, and it's, when y'all said that we devalue shit, no, we actually. So she was responding to, uh, Yaya Mayweather. She had made a tweet about them. So Yaya said, "Wait a minute, this is getting out of hand. I'm starting to see too many people on this app with Birkins, like they're just some regular bags that you can go buy." Some of these Birkins got to be fake. I'm not saying everybody's is fake. I'm not trying to be funny, but let's make something crystal clear. If one, if for one, I mean, I'm sorry, crystal clear. For one, you can't just walk into an Harman store and buy a Birkin. You have to be like a member in order to buy them. Two, even if you are a member, you can only buy so many a year. And because of this, 
is why my dad sometimes go overseas to purchase them. So, and then Offset responded saying, stop letting people on the internet tell y'all who can get a Birkin at the store and how many Birkins you can get. Black people have access to luxury. Luxury shouldn't be a debate. By the way, hip hop starts the trend. And that's when Cardi B made that video kind of bouncing off of what Offset said. And this lady by the name of Kaylin, what is it? Kalani Cole Jones or something, whatever. She said the last thing the world needs right now is a bunch of entitled, loud and spoiled adults having a rich people's problem with Birkin debates. What are y'all in a hurry to prove to people you have more than already? It's, insensitive and idiotic how this brought everybody to the table but reality don't and then it says a greater debate would be how can we help those who helped us be able to thrive during a time like this how can we provoke change in classism how can we be raising awareness for and she went to say too loud for the wrong reasons. Now is not the time to stunt. Y'all flexing obvious wealth and opportunity a lot of people don't get to be a part of, but made you be able to. So boastful, but useless. It's given I'm disconnected in all honesty and voted for Trump for tax reasons. So yeah, so... Now that y'all got the backstory, here's my thing. Like Cardi said, hip hop is trendsetters. That's a known fact. We've seen that years and years and years and years. That's why people rocking dreadlocks. That's why people rocking true religion. That's why people wearing Gucci, all that. But my thing is, this is coming from a bunch of individuals who's oppressed i don't want to say is that the right word i'm gonna say a bunch of individuals who is is like programmed to think oh i made it i need to buy all these fancy items and show off my wealth by purchasing these because first off bergen's ain't cheap and offset showed y'all that it ain't cheap by uploading a picture of his receipts that he purchased he spent a hundred and twenty eight a hundred twenty eight thousand dollars well one hundred twenty eight thousand six hundred sixty two dollars and fifty cent on four bags he spent how much one hundred twenty eight thousand six hundred sixty two dollars and fifty cent on four Birkin bags. That's stupid. I I don't. So the whole thing stems from Sweetie saying if he can't buy your Birkin bag and pay your bills, he dumps the streets, right? Right. Why? But again, that's a rich person selling broke hoes dreams. And I don't want to call them broke hoes, but a rich <laughs> person. Wait, hey. A rich person selling 
normal people dreams. Like, normal people ain't finna go out here and buy no fucking Birkin bag. Like, come on now, let's be serious. And, and with, this went on for like days. Yeah, like everybody was chiming in. Like, yeah, that's a weird flex that y'all so willingly boosting and raising attention to all these companies. But it's literally black-owned companies that make purses. Right. I was just going to say that there's so many black-owned companies that make purses. So I don't get Purses, that. clothes, shoes, you know, all that that y'all don't buy into or rap about. But yet, y'all always talking about these companies that don't even like y'all. Facts. Don't even want y'all in their clothing. But you're steady gloating about it you're giving them free marketing so absolutely you ain't getting paid for none of that and then when that sales go up you ain't getting no percentage of it exactly and they don't and they still don't like you exactly (laughs) what's the purpose like come on now why they gotta always gotta buy you something that's listen that's what's really setting women back that's what's keeping women from thriving is that whole getting taken care of shit. Like that that's dead. I just I I, I just feel like in twenty twenty. We still shouldn't we shouldn't be talking about I, oh I, a dude. I don't wanna be nobody housewife. I wanna be It ain't even about a housewife. No, I'm just saying I don't wanna I don't wanna have my I, I didn't grow up I I don't want nobody taking care of me because it's just the fear of that person's taking care of you and then when God fall off or whatever they gonna throw that in your face yeah and how you gonna rec- like how you gonna come back from that like you want you should want somebody that you can build with that y'all can build build something together y'all co-partners See, everybody co-owners. on that that 90s shit like that whole oh just get you a rainy day fun and all that like hiding money like listen y'all building bad relationships if you got to have a rainy day fun, you building a bad relationship. If you want somebody to take care of you, bad relationship. Because you'll never be I viewed just, as just, equal. I just feel like that's giving away my power if I were to be like, yeah, I'm not going to work. You just take care of me and pay all the bills and buy me whatever I need. What if, like, you just putting all your livelihood yeah. into this one person? Because, again, like you said, what if that well run dry? What if that person leave you, die, and lose their job, anything? It's stupid. I don't know. She she could just wanted to kept that. Like for real. Like as simple as that. Like I just don't like the fact that again, for future to say, oh, support your friend business, like it was one of these other companies. But you don't, you don't fucking never mention it. Like he said that, but never, never mentioned none of his friends' ventures. I feel like you should definitely support. Like we have friends that I heard on an entrepreneur tip or yeah, I podcast. Mean, I just said it like time. You should support those people and vice exactly. versa. And y'all like I go said, check the last out. So when we were segregated. <laughs> Yeah, it was forced to support each other. Yeah, he was forced to buy buy black. Yeah, I, I ain't hyping up Fubu. Is that black on sale? Yeah, yeah. Damon, uh, Damon Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I, I ain't hyping up Fubu. 
Rockaway. Goddamn me, Sean John. You know what I'm saying? Fat form. Koji. You know what I'm saying? All that, man. Listen. I'm hey listen, I'm I'm I would listen, I would still to this day, and I'm pretty sure I know that I don't think they black owned, but I, I still to the day rock some of the old school joints. You know what I'm saying? Like as long as you can get an old school old school company that modernized their clothes, I would still work. I just feel like all this energy I put in some of it, some of y'all may never ever afford in your life. Exactly. It ain't that deep, bro. And again, you supporting a company that don't give a fuck about you. They don't like you. You know how many rumors I heard about? Oh, uh, who was that? Is it Tommy Hilfiger or Polo? Tommy. Tommy Hilfiger do not like black people. Yeah, like. And then, you know, Nanaka, where they said the ship was a slave ship. Even with. Timberland. Even with Cristal, Cristal, that's why they started drinking Cristal, because the owner said, I didn't want them drinking my stuff. And that's why they stopped drinking Cristal. But before that, before the owner said that, what was all the rappers doing? The rappers was blowing up about Cristal in the early 2000s. That's all they was rapping about. Y'all giving these companies free promotion, but y'all taxing or not even mentioning any black black brands well when it comes to liquor you do have black brands out there you got uh ciroc fn vodka no you got ace of spades you ace got of spades that's Rick that, Ross is trash for Lloyd, but no that's not ace of spades that's uh jay-z stuff ace of spades uh, rick ross he got that nasty ass bella rose yeah Rose-A. that's nasty that's yeah that trash but but my point is my whole point is you know with this whole Birkin talk like listen I'm I'm sick of hearing about women telling dudes take care of them like if that if that shall go uh women y'all will never be equal or you know in the front runner no you're a grown ass person. You grown. Like I said, man, it's black owned business out here. I literally just seen a post today where the girl was talking about uh she was showing off her purses and that she she had designed and I retweeted it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm always shop with my people first before I outsource it. So if it's if it's something that I need and I know somebody that has it, I'm gonna go to them first before I spend my dollars anywhere else. You know, and I get it, it's a different tax bracket. So that ten thousand or twenty thousand dollar bag is like, you know, saying a hundred dollars or so to us. But at the end of the day, you're still sending off this, oh, this is a luxurious brand versus this black owned company that can still that can be in that 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 venture. Like now it's a whole um who is that? It's a shoe dude right now. Um uh, S is S I A 
Oh, let me find it. But he was on the Breakfast Club and everything. And he he's been having his own sneaker line for years, but people you don't hear these rappers talking about his brands. And he he sell, you know, little joggers. He sell jogger sets and everything. Uh but yeah, it's uh SIA collection. And he he got shoes, he been dropping shoes and clothes for years, and you don't hear people talking about it. Oh, you want to see it? Oh yeah, and he went. He actually went down on his price too, because at first he was taxing for these shoes. Boy, I'm talking. About, it was like four hundred dollars. I'm like, Phew. but he brought them down to normal, like two hundred or something. And they they look like cool cool running or walking shoes. Got a nice little style. It's definitely made for. I mean, you can probably you can you can spat you know dress them up with some jeans on some of them, uh, but. I'm gonna definitely buy a pair though, you know, but that's, that's, it's just like with Ewan, you know what I'm saying? Ewan isn't a popular brand because again, it's, she's not talking about Ewan's by the way. She's talking about the SIA. Oh, uh, maybe that was just the Halloween ones. Or something. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, it's some dope colorways over there. But these look like, like Nikes. No, that's, I don't know what shoe that is. But yeah, man, hey, listen, support your own, man. Like, find find some black black companies that that make some dope bags. Look, it's a lot. I see a lot of people selling like eyelashes now, selling you know clothes, all that, man. Like, listen, we gotta start back supporting black businesses, black owned, you know, black owned independent people. That's the only way we're gonna get ahead of it. That's all we had to say, man. That's, I knew this topic today was gonna be super short because I mean, it's, it was stupid. I just. I, I knew I wanted, I was going to spend some time on the topic and we had a lot to discover. I will to talk about it. But any closeout? Take care of your damn self. And my, my own business. You're in my business. Don't do that. <laughs> Culture Things, the podcast. I am your boy Spud. And I'm Amazing Jay. Peace. Out.